MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, November 7th, 2019. Today, a new head-to-head polling, a big night for Democrats last night. Lindsey Graham can't read. David Hale shows up to testify. Stone's trial, the Taylor transcript, and Kupperman's subpoena is canceled. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. Hello, we are on the road. Yes, we are. Amanda's Um, here. She's over there. Say hi loud. Hi. There she is. (laughs) No, hi loud, Amanda. (laughs) Uh, We're a little goofy. Just got off the plane. Been up since four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Almost missed a flight. Almost, but didn't. Not AG. AG's got her shit together. Uh, That's the stretch. I do not. (laughs) That's the stretch right there. Um, but here we are in the hotel, so it doesn't sound like the best sound quality. That's why we've got a pretty big echo in here. It's a rad room, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were on a plane. And so, oh, wait, you got your Bose headphones. I did. Yeah. yeah Noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. This isn't an endorsement. They don't give us any money. No. I just really like their headphones. No, they're fantastic. And they have separate noise-canceling settings, so you can do high or low or none. Oh. And low is my favorite, because the high feels like someone took toilet plungers and put them on my ear and are pulling them from both sides it's weird it's so quiet yeah yeah it is odd yeah it's an odd feeling uh all right we do have a lot of news this is a little mini beans but we have a lot to get to so let's hit the hot notes hot notes so david hale showed up wednesday to testify hale is the number three at the state department he his title is undersecretary of state for political affairs He was the ambassador to Pakistan from 2015 to 2018, Lebanon from 2013 to 2015, and Jordan from 2005 to 2008. He was your ambassador. Thank you. And uh, he was the special envoy for Middle East peace from 2011 to 2013. So he served under a couple different presidents. Um, Trump will undoubtedly call him an Obama person Mm -hmm. uh, because probably just because he showed up. Um, and so I thought that was interesting. I haven't heard anything about his testimony yet. Yeah. Um, anyone that does their job is considered an Obama person, it seems. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Same with Obama judges. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone who follows the law is an Obama judge. Mm-hmm. And anyone who works is an Obama person. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, in other news, Fiona Hill is pissed about Sundland's testimony, apparently, from her lawyer, quote, Sundland has fabricated communications with Dr. Hill, none of which were over coffee. Oh, God. Dr. Hill told Sundland what she told lawmakers. The lack of coordination on Ukraine was disastrous, and the circumstances of the dismissal of Ambassador Yovanovitch were shameful. Uh, so Damn. when Sondland said he had coffee a couple times with Dr. Hill, mm-hmm. she's making like, it up. I'm a tea lady. Yes, and that's... How dare you? And it's doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that is uh, very telling, obviously, though, that she's upset. Yeah. Uh, yes, because she's a far more credible witness than Sundland. Yeah, and has been doing that shit way longer than he has. Yeah. Way he's, more credibility. He's the Halderman here. He needs to come around. He's he's amended his testimony a little bit, but there's still a bunch of bullshit in it. Mm-hmm. And so. he didn't amend the stuff that we thought he was going to amend. No, he changed the... <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. he, he changed the part where, the, uh, where Ukraine 
didn't know yeah that they you know that yeah. the aid was being withheld he said yeah no i called him and told him yeah and then he didn't change the part about the conversations fr- with hill and vinman and vinman where yeah. they came and said this is wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah weird and uh let's see what else lindsey graham crackers uh, if you noted, I said in the intro, can't read. Uh, he moves his own goalposts to goalposts again. In an, in an Axios interview last month, Graham said, quote, if you could show me Trump was actually engaging in a quid pro quo outside the phone call, that would be very disturbing. Mm-hmm. And that he might be willing to vote to remove Trump if that were indeed the case. But today... Uh, He says he does not plan to read the transcripts that are being released. I've written the whole process off, he says. I think it's a bunch of BS. Oh, my God. So he is a juror, and he's not going to read any of the evidence. Ugh. So there's that. Can we just like clockwork orange style it and put them all in chairs with metal claws <laughs> prying open their eyes? <laughs> Playing Beethoven while we read it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just thought that that was astounding like that that you would specifically want to keep yourself ignorant of the facts so that you don't have to own up to them well yeah i mean unfortunately i think that lays the foundation for most belief systems in general of multitude of topics a multitude of topics very very true yeah well because it's like it's so much easier if Uh. you if you don't have to bring in outside things sometimes they're called facts (laughs) It's yeah. much easier. It's plausible deniability, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to, you know, just plug your ears and go la 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 la. Yeah. And then you don't have to know. Yeah. I mean. Because then in five years he can say, I didn't know. I didn't read them. Right. To be fair, that's how I am with Fox News, but I'm right, so it doesn't count. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> Those aren't facts. Um, also, Adam Schiff came out today and said, public hearings start next week. Uh, and Bill Taylor and George Kent are going to testify publicly on November 13th and Masha Yovanovitch on November 15th. Keep in mind at this point during Watergate, before they began public hearings, 19% of Americans were for impeachment. Um, we're at 50. God damn. And again, I think if we hit 60, we could see GOP senators abandon ship. I'd like to get to 70. That's my dream number. Uh, so he made a public statement. <laughs> like a sleep number, but for impeachment. Yep. <laughs> and he said the degree to which the president enlisted whole agencies of the government to dig up dirt on his political opponents and to investigate his own intelligence communities will be laid bare. Uh, he also said he will be releasing Bill Taylor's transcript, which he did later today, um, which will further prove the GOP's fake outrage at being locked out of the process um, because they're in there asking questions, dumb questions, but they're in there asking questions <laughs> nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jim Jordan is apparently going to be moved to the intelligence committee. Kevin McCarthy is saying if Democrats are going to turn intel into the impeachment committee, I'm going to make adjustments to that committee accordingly for a short period of time. What a ringing endorsement for Nunes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Nunes, you're such a dumb douche. You're not even good enough at being (laughs) a dumb douche. douche. You can't dumb douche as douchey as Jim Jordan can dumb douche. So uh, Meadows and Zeldin could be moved over, too. But Mm. that's just like... That's a weird way to just really insult the shit out of Nunez. Yeah, I'm all for it. I am too. <laughs> because really, Adam Schiff versus Jordan? Dude. Yeah, totally. But also Schiff versus Nunez. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be asking any questions. I mean, for the first 90 minutes, 45 minutes per side, you can concede because uh, Nunez was going to, uh, he had said he was going to um, give his time to Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be interesting if it was if it were like a House Dem Council staffer mm-hmm. versus Jim Jordan. 
Yeah. I mean, they are such a self-aggrandizing party at this point, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And but I, they have pulled in their own person once. Yeah. In the recent history. They have. At um, least in the really public ones. You talking about... Um, Kavanaugh. Blase Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I think it would be really, really incredibly stupid of them to to do the 45-minute questioning himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he should hand it off to a staffer. But who knows what he'll do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's their 45 minutes. Yep. And their funeral. So, And you don't think Nunez is going to ask anything? He's going to yield all of his time? Well, I think they want to replace Nunez with Jim Jordan. <laughs> Entirely. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, like, temporarily. Right, right, right. You know. But, like, but in, in his entire capacity in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Just completely replaced. Because Nunez had you, said you. he would probably yield his time to Jim Jordan mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So somebody told Nunez, you're not, No. I didn't know you could so easily switch members around on house committees like that. Yeah, there's probably some sort of weird thing you have to file, but yeah, I, I'm I don't care. Yeah, I'm fine with it. And because normally, you know, and this is so dumb too, because McCarthy is like, well, if it's going to be the intelligence committee, then I want to make some changes. But Jim Jordan's on the oversight committee; he's not on the judiciary committee. So, like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, it is annoying, too, because it's kind of a win for Jordan since he has been trying to very obnoxiously be the face of a lot of questions in the elevator interviews, you know, post elevator ride questions. It's always like him that I see getting this sort of stage time. He's the one I think he's become sort of the unofficial spokesperson for for the impeachment in the House. Right. And that's frustrating to me that he's going to feel like this is a win for him to have basically just kind of like bulldozed his way into a seat that's not his. Well, he's going to get smashed. So Mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Raise your hand. Just like go ahead, Sundland. Elbow your way into buying an ambassadorship for yourself. That's a good idea. It'll turn out well. (laughs) Uh, The House Dems have withdrawn their subpoena for Kupperman. The subpoena at issue in this matter has been withdrawn and there is no current intention to reissue it. Schiff wrote a letter to Kupperman's attorney saying they hope he will testify if the judge determines McGahn must also testify. Schiff is doing this because he knows he won't get a ruling in the Kupperman case in time. So he's asking them, Kupperman and his lawyer, to rely on McGahn, the McGahn decision, which could come at any day. It's also probably like a last ditch effort to get Kupperman to comply before it's too late. Like mm. you got a minute. If mm-hmm. you don't, that's obstruction. Mm-hmm. You could go to prison. Yeah. Uh, I know, you know, and so maybe, maybe it's Kupperman will be like, okay, if, if, if it's cool for McGann, what's good for McGann is good for the Kupperman. Yeah, I hope so. And if it's good for Kupperman and it's good for Bolton. Yeah. That's what I think. Uh, they, they haven't explicitly said that's that. That's the kind of trickle down I like. <laughs> trickle down, thick boys. Ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. And there goes justice. <laughs> trickle, thick, what, down boys? What was it? Thick trickle thick down trickle boys. Down boys. <laughs> <laughs> trickle thick down what? Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't want thick trickle down. Um, <laughs> and the Bill Taylor transcript is out, as I said. And he just basically over and over again confirmed the, the bribe and extortion, bribery and extortion by Trump. Uh, as he withheld aid and conditioned it and White House meetings on Zelensky publicly declaring investigations into 2016 and Biden. Uh, when asked who's responsible for the drug deal, Taylor said, I think the origin of that idea to get President Zelensky to say out loud he's going to investigate Burisma and the 2016 election was Mr. Giuliani. And then they said, and he was representing whose interest? Mm-hmm. And he said, President Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my yep. clear understanding. Ukraine would get the aid without announcing a Biden, would not get the aid without announcing a Biden probe. Nice. So, 
quid pro quo. How many times do we have to hear this laid out? And and I'm honestly, like I said, I'm going to start using bribery and extortion because those are actual crimes. And bribery is mentioned right there in the Constitution in the Article of Impeachment. Bribery, mm-hmm. high crimes, and misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. So if we just start calling it bribery, I think that'll stick. It'll be easy to understand. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how Adam Schiff was summing it up today when he gave his little speech. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's using a, gov- a whole government agencies. To, to benefit himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because the abuse of power is in the service of a bribe. Absolutely. Basically. Absolutely. And as Greg Oliar pointed out, they're using our money mm-hmm. to bribe, mm-hmm. to make the bribes. Yep. Uh, and 2020 Democrats lead Trump by unprecedented margins in a new Washington Post ABC News poll. Biden beats Trump by 17 points. Warren beats him by 15. Sanders beats him by 14. Boot Edge Edge beats him by 11. And Harris beats him by nine. So... Mm. Everybody beats him. <laughs> Trump's approval rating is 39. Um, the biggest finding here is that any of the top Dems will win, so long as you don't get so attached to your candidate that if they don't win the Democratic nomination, you refuse to vote. Yes. And if you do that, we aren't friends. Yeah, please, um, please, take, no repeats. Take the individual indivisible pledge and vote for whomever wins the nomination. It will likely be one of those five, and you know as well as I that any of those candidates is awesome. And I will not stop shaming people who don't vote. You shouldn't vote. Shame people who don't vote. There are people in cages that would give anything to be able to vote. There are people who were caught with weed one time and can't vote that would love to vote. There are refugees and immigrants who are disproportionately disenfranchised and negatively impacted by this government. And they would love to be able to vote. Uh, kids who are like 16, 17, will, who will inherit this planet wish so hard they could vote. So be responsible. Not voting is the epitome of privilege. Don't be that asshole. And rant, as you were. Yes. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I just, I get so mad when people are like, I'm not voting and you can't shame me for not voting. Yes, I can. And I will. I will shame yeah. you to your face and I will shame you every time. Yeah. And I do think, too, it's important to know the distinction between someone that's like that. Mm. That is just like, I have lost all faith in this process, particularly white people mm. that tend to like benefit largely from the system that's in place already. Um, there's a difference between people like that and people that are di- like truly disenfranchised. Yes, in other ways, ID can't get off work. Yeah, can't get have the been I- gerrymandered out of their district, so they have to go twenty miles away. They can't get daycare. I'm not speaking to you. Totally, I, that my vote is for you. Yeah, these are like the on principle no voters. These are the people who could walk ten feet to their nearest school and just refuse to because their candidate didn't win the nomination. Right. Uh, Which is hopefully a very specific and small group of people that we're talking to, but they are loud. Especially if Gabbard tries to pull a third party run and then, you know, you pull votes off that way. But she might actually siphon a lot of Republican votes. Yeah. I mean, she's on Fox News more than any other channel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Everybody poops trial (laughs) started today. Um, (laughs) We learned Steve Bannon is going to be a key witness. Uh, the prosecutor said in his opening statement that Stone lied to Congress so often because the truth would look bad to Trump. I'm so sorry to interrupt. We just saw a headline on CNN. That is not fun. Oh, yeah. Jeff Sessions is announcing a, a Senate run in Alabama. Gross. Go away. Sorry. Barf. So sorry. He'll probably win that. I don't know. Depends on, who run, depends on who runs against him. Yeah. God, he's smiling again. I hate it. Evil. Evil. <laughs> Racist possum. It fucking sucks. So today in the Stone trial, this FBI witness, I think it might have been Re. she was one of the people who interviewed him, one of Mueller's team mm-hmm. um, that did all the interviews with him. She was up there all day. 
And she said Stone had multiple calls with Trump, three specifically. She brought out the call logs and three specific calls with Trump between Trump and Stone on the day the hack was publicly reported. So this is going to end badly for Mm -hmm. Stone and probably for Trump. Yeah. And I I also know, too, during prosecutor's opening statement, they made sure to make it very clear that this is not a case about his conduct in regards specifically, you know, to crimes that relate to contacts with Russia or contacts with high up Trump officials that talk to Russia themselves. This is over lying to Congress and obstruction of justice and uh, threatening a witness and threatening. Yeah. Witness tampering. Witness tampering. Yeah. Witness intimidation. Yeah. That's precisely what it is. Uh, and this, because uh, I think Bannon's going to be like a key witness because at some point Bannon and Stone emailed back and forth and, and Bannon Stone said, I, I think I can win this election, but it's going to get ugly or something like that. It ain't, it ain't pretty. It ain't mm-hmm. going to be pretty. It ain't pretty. Yeah. Uh, and so what's that? Yeah. And uh, then what was it? What was the thing to Manafort? It was like, uh, have an idea. Yeah. Yeah, got a got Something, an idea. Yeah, some ominous. But see, the thing is, is that in you know, in order to prove that he lied to Congress, you have to go toward intent, and that's what Stone's defense lawyer was arguing. You you weren't in his mind, thank God, mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, you don't know what he was thinking. So they're going to have to talk about all of this conspiracy with Russia and t- contacts with the president. They're going to have to get that out in the open. In order to prove that he had this intent, the reason mm-hmm. he lied was because it looked bad for Trump, mm-hmm. and that is real and true. Mm-hmm. And and the more they hammer on all these different little emails and things that Gates is going to say and things that Bannon's going to say and shit that he talked to Manafort about, will prove that. It will, I think it'll bear out in the facts. Mm-hmm. Intent's hard to prove, but not in this case. Yeah, what's the name of his defense attorney? Bogow. Bogow. B o g o w. I think. Bogo. 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 I know that the prosecutor is Zelensky. That was confusing the hell out of me today watching the news. Like Zelensky's talking about Roger Stone, and I'm like, President Zelensky. Oh, Zelensky from Mueller's team. I know. God, I guarantee you, there's already articles going around that are just like, see, yeah. see, they are Deep working state. together. Deep they state. are. So dumb. Uh, and uh, to everyone who thought impeachment would ruin Democrats and hurt us in elections, last night we got a different message. And I hate to say I told you so, but that's a lie because I love to say I told you so. But for real, high five, no matter what, because it's looking like impeachment isn't going to negatively impact our elections. Kentucky has a Democratic governor. Uh, as Bashir seems to have beaten Bevan, though Bevan hasn't conceded yet because he's a giant fucking baby. Uh, Trump campaigned for him. He had that KKK rally pretty much that night uh, in, in Kentucky. We saw with Rand Paul trying to out the whistleblower, challenging the media to out the whistleblower. And in that county where Trump had that rally, Bashir won two to one. Um, he picked up support in major cities, but the big story is he picked up the Cincinnati suburbs, which always go Republican, and he picked up votes in coal country, which is unheard of. Because uh, Trump, you know, Trump won Kentucky by 30 points. And then in Mississippi, Hood lost, but only by six points. That's bananas in Mississippi. Damn, that closed up a lot. It did. It was a pretty wide margin at the beginning, but yeah. it, it closed up around six points. And Democrats took the Senate and House of Delegates in Virginia. 21 to 19 in the Senate, 53 to 42 in the House. Uh, more importantly, though, uh, this win shows that gerrymandering matters because back in 2017, Dems won the statewide vote by 10 points, but failed to take the House, which came down to 
a tied race that they decided by drawing a name from a bowl, and that turned out to be a Republican. Mm -hmm. Last night, that Republican lost his seat, and the Dems were able to take both the House and the Senate. Uh, and for the first time in 400 years, uh, and it is 400, I checked, it's that they were assembled in 1619 in Jamestown uh, at a choir church. That's when uh, the House of Delegates started a female Speaker of the House for the first time. Hell yeah. Uh, so in 2017, Virginia was racially gerrymandered, but the courts killed that map and new maps were drawn for 2019, fair maps. And so now they were able to easily, not easily, but by two seats, three seats, two seats, take the house or no, uh, 5342. That's 11 seats. Hell yeah. So gerrymandering matters and Republicans can't win unless they cheat. Yes. Um, did you see the statement from trump pence campaign about the kentucky elections oh the one where they won yes well okay no we did really great in kentucky last night he says president trump's rally helped uh this is by brad parscale he says president trump's rally helped five of six kentucky republicans win clear statewide victories including attorney general elect daniel cameron who will be the first black ag in kentucky history and the first republican to hold the office since 1948 the president just about dragged Governor Matt Bevin across the finish line, helping him run stronger than expected in what turned into a very close race at the end. A final outcome remains to be seen. But they said they Trump dragged him. him around. Trump hurt him. Oh, you dumbasses. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so sad right now. McConnell is scared as fuck. Oh, yes. And we're going to get to that in hashtag. Fuck yeah. Uh, also, Trump Jr. out of the whistleblower on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And now there's a House resolution to protect the whistleblower. And this isn't just a stunt to create an enemy for Trump to go after, which we talked about. But this is also a way for Trump to silence future whistleblowers through retaliation and, yeah. and intimidation. And that's frightening. Yeah. And well, the Republicans got it into the record today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Natasha Bertrand reported that. By asking directly. By asking, yeah, directly if, if they, they if, had ever had, yeah, conversations with this person specifically. Yep. So they so did it's, their... it's in the record, and, yeah. and it was tweeted out by Junior. Goddamn. Uh, all right, time for a little schadenfreude to make you feel better. Schadenfreude! From Huffington Post, remember the cyclist who flipped off Trump's motorcade and was fired from her job? She just won a Virginia election. Julie uh, Briskman will now be uh, on the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors. So congrats, Julie. Hell yes. I love that so hard. I love that too. See, people think that protesters are just like hooligans but no nope we're county board of supervisors doing shit <laughs> fuck yes i know it's so fuck awesome trump and what a great way to use that viral fame for a minute to run mm-hmm. to, to make a difference to serve the people i think that that's so outstanding yeah yeah if you're in a position where you have the ability to run for office fucking like do it yeah yes as long as you haven't been a comedian for 10 years it's yeah all of our uh, records are just <laughs> i think i think we're best served podcasting yeah i was way too radical in college to ever hold a governmental position <laughs> i worked for the government and I was, yeah. i'm too radical yeah uh so let's get social hashtag all right right now there's a couple of cool things trending hashtag Mach- moscow mitch is next um, he's up for re-election in 2020 in Kentucky, and we just proved in Kentucky that Democrats can win in statewide races. Oh, yes. 
Uh, also, thanks to Holly Figueroa, the founder of Blue Wave Crowdsource, who pointed out that McConnell's fundraising pales in comparison to his dumb challenger, Amy McGrath. In quarter three alone, she received 299,000 contributions, with the average contribution being $36. And uh, she got, and these are all Kentucky donors, these aren't outside donors, and she got donations from all 120 counties, adding up to $11 million. Uh, Turtle Dick Mitch raised $9 million all year. <laughs> Uh, Wait, well, wow. You're just really riding on that incumbency, huh? Uh, incumbency, yeah, and probably outside late outside donations. But yeah. he's got an 18% approval rating. Damn. And 37%, only 37% say they would vote for him Wow, again. that's surprising. I mean, not because like he doesn't deserve it, obviously, but just because I would have thought that the only way he could stay in power this long is because his people like him. Yeah. N- nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably that gerrymandering shit. Yeah, that's very true. So he's exceedingly vulnerable, and not just in his election, but in the impeachment situation. Holly tells us to watch him closely and see if he wavers, and and, and also support Amy McGrath if you get a chance. So you can check out hashtag Mos- Moscow Mitch is next, and keep it trending. Also trending, hashtag extortionist Trump. That's <laughs> also <laughs> trending right now, and I'm trying to get hashtag Trump bribed Ukraine going i think bribe is going to be the word that we should use and i know that he extorted but he also did bribe and bribery is right there in the constitution bribery high crimes and misdemeanors is this still bribing if it's like here's this thing we normally give you i'm going to withhold this well he bribed him with a white house meeting yeah he bribed him with the white house meeting in exchange for dirt and investigations and saying it out loud yeah and you can bribe him with the reward of releasing. I mean, if you think about the reward of releasing the military aid. Right. Uh, but I, I think that's more extortion. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to say this or you're not going to get this. But yeah. either way, uh, extortion is not in the Constitution. And I think it would confuse Trump supporters. It's just a, it's a big word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just go with bribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, use both. Hell, you know, I'm not gonna die on that hill yeah i guess they're just more nuanced kind of in concept than quid pro quo is maybe well quid pro quo i think is the collusion of the ukraine scandal Mm -hmm. that's they're trying to use that word i think they're trying to put it out there and then to say there's no such there's there's no law yeah yeah uh even though you don't need to have a crime that's that's a good insight i think you're probably right on that because that's all trump ever says no quid pro quo no quid pro quo it's his language Mm mm-hmm but even if there was, it's not illegal. Right. Same shit. Yeah. All it means Except is Except way more that. out in your face evidence than the last time around. Yeah. That's why I think bribery and extortion are better words to use. And it, like I said, it's right there in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's what you impeach someone for. This is why the Articles of Impeachment were created for this very exact purpose. It's exactly this. Yep. Bribing a foreign government. Yep. To help interfere in the election, to gain power or access to our government. Mm-hmm. So that's our show. Yay. Cool. So thanks for the mini beans. Mini beans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that, but Amanda goes, mini, mini beans. <laughs> mini beans. <laughs> this is mini beans. It <laughs> <laughs> just came out. Rad. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, Can I shout out, I've created a Twitter list for the Roger Stone trial that has been helpful over the last day. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Because yesterday there wasn't very much other than Stone shits himself continuously. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Everybody poops. Yes. Okay, so Zoe Tillman. Yes, yeah, Zoe Tillman's yeah. amazing. Hers are my favorite, I think. Mine too. Um, Natasha Bertrand is great also. And Natasha Bertrand herself recommended that you follow Darren Samuelson. Yep, Samuelson's and, great. He's a Politico guy. Yes. And then also, this guy kind of stopped doing it early on in the day, but when he was doing it, it was good. Uh, the other person is named... Oh. Name Josh Gerstein. Yeah, Gerstein's good. Yeah. And then uh obviously Shimon. Yeah, Shimon Prokopez. Mm-hmm. And then uh I wonder if Adam Klasfeld's following it at courtroom news. He's yeah. pretty great too. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter Pro tip. Create a list, stone trial, and then get all your people that you like, add them all to that list, and then when you want an update, you can just go right to that direct feed and it's just a nice targeted feed on Beautiful. all that stuff. And they're all really consistent across all of their accounts, so you know that it's good information. Yep. Yeah, I noticed that. Kind mm-hmm. of the same things that they were uh, Main, targeting. Major takeaways yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, great. I don't have any final thoughts other than thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, Boston, yay. Yes, we're here. We are here. Um, let's see. Oh, I really want to do a ghost thing. And that is the most touristy shit, and I'm sorry. Oh, but, like a ghost tour? Yes. So if you all have, like, your favorite spooky experience, if you could tweet at me at Jordan's Confused, I would love that. Yeah. Thank you. Or if you know a good ghost tour. Yeah. Or if you know a good ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know, you know? I'll meet him. I'm a friendly, fleshed woman. <laughs> friendly, fleshed woman. <laughs> You know any ghosts? Psst, psst, hey. <laughs> Friendly fleshed woman over here. <laughs> uh, how do you spell fleshed? I mean, it's just fleshed, right? With, I mean, with an ED, I think. You just put a hyphen? <laughs> yeah. Fleshed? To, to indicate that you don't just mean fleshed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Be fleshed? Long day. Be fleshed. <laughs> It has been a long day. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please take care of yourselves. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Take care of what else? Each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. Uh, I've been AG. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by AG and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reeder. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>